baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. <laughs> hey, it's uh, the Chris and Amy show it on. sure is. Isn't it? Are we having a time or are we having mm-hmm. a time today? We're having a time. Well, I think we really are. That was fun chatting with Tori Holt. I'm still fangirling. I'm not going to lie. It, it's Especially when you're watching a team, a sports team, athletes, when you're in your teens and you're obsessed with that sport, that team will always loom large in your life. Yep. Partly because of it, no question. it's that age. At that age, it's such a big deal. It's your whole world. So hopefully he gets in and we will find out February 8th. That's the important date. It is time to go to the Quiver River Electric guest line today. And we have spent, my gosh, I don't know how much time have we talked about uh, artificial intelligence. It feels like that is a, a pervasive topic that everybody is paying attention to. And we are, I specifically am, am curious about how it will affect the healthcare industry and how it is affecting it right now. To talk about that with us, lead benefits advisor for New City Insurance, Eric Calciano, is with us on KMOX. Good morning, Eric. Good morning. So we, I, I don't remember if it was you that we spoke to a, a while back about uh, telehealth and how uh, artificial mm-hmm. intelligence can ultimately affect that. As you, as you see it, let's just well let's start with artificial intelligence to begin with. How beneficial can it be to the healthcare industry, or are there any dangers that are associated with it? Well, I think it's got a lot of potential to be beneficial to the industry for insurance for helping people find their the plans that are going to best suit their needs. Insurance is highly complicated, and so the more that we can simplify that for people and and help them find their best options based on their needs without them having to be experts in something that really is quite complex, then that's great. Uh, but it is one of those things where if we talk about the dangers involved with it, with, with any, this is people's health on the line. So if the, uh, if the information is not a hundred percent accurate, it could cause some issues. So uh, it is important that these tools are sophisticated and accurate as well. Yeah, there's a story in Axios, and I think they they put it correctly when they say that AI can, quote, make shopping for health insurance less terrible. Uh, (laughs) That would be exactly how I would, would put it. But like you said, it's a tool, but it's not a panacea because health is so personalized and so critical, and you need to have that human element still. Mm-hmm. As, as as of right now, definitely. And then the other thing is, it's just so hard to provide recommendations when when somebody purchases health insurance. What they're really doing is predicting the future as best they can, because it's more. It's the the question is, how much am I going to use this? What am I going to need it for? And at the end of the day, nobody really has that answer. So we can only kind of make our best educated guess at it, and, and then go from there. We are talking with Eric Calciano from New City Insurance and um, artificial intelligence as it relates to people who are on uh, Medicare, for example. How can it benefit them ultimately? Well, we see so individuals on Medicare on average uh, on Medicare Advantage have 
seen a doubling in the amount of plan options available to them in the last few years. And so it's about 43 on average that people have available. Uh, and that's also, comp- it, uh, if we're talking about uh, individual marketplace for younger individuals as well, just on the individual and family plan market, they have about 100 different plan options. When we look at that, that's a, that's a lot of different choices to be able to select from so much that it can give you paralysis of choice, just too many choices to be able to really feel like you're making a good decision. So when there's tools like AI tools where you can plug in and say, here's my income, here's my, here are my prescriptions, here are my health needs, and here's the doctors that I want to make sure that I can see, and for it to be able to then pump out top three recommended plans based on that, that really helps simplify the process for those individuals. Yeah, I've used the ACA insurance marketplace before, and they do have, and I mean, several years ago, decision support tools to help me pick uh, a health plan. Like you click, it gives you, you know, an option. Do you do this often or do you feel this often or how important is this to you? So how does AI differ from the already existing decision support tools? Yeah, exactly. The, these a, a more rudimentary version of these tools has existed for some time. And I think that most people, when they've used those tools, the, the ones that have been out for a number of years now, the general consensus is, well, they might be a little bit helpful, but they also seem a little simplistic and they maybe overlook some of my actual uh, more uh, complex healthcare needs. These, these newer AI tools are getting more complex, but there is still a ways to go. Right? It's not at the point where they're talking to a human expert that can really help have a conversation with them and, and guide them through their decision making process. Is it possible, because I, I'm thinking the same thing whenever I, you know, we have to do our elections, every, I guess they call it elections, right? When it's time mm-hmm. to uh, renew your, your health insurance through your employer, you know, I, I, even it's fairly simple, I think, but to me, it doesn't feel all that simple. It, it's like, do you want this? And I'm like, I don't really know. I don't know what's, mm-hmm. what's good for me. It, it, is, this, is this really the only way? Since there's no universal health care, is this really the only way to to really simplify the process for everybody to use artificial intelligence to do it? I think that it's it's one of the ways that we see potential. I I always am a fan of human to human interaction. So when you're electing with your your plan through your employer each year, there's usually a consultant that's attached to that plan, usually a broker or a consultant that helps manage that plan. And I always encourage employees to, to take advantage of that and to set up a time and talk to them when it comes time to make their healthcare decision for themselves and their families for the next year. Because as, as of right now, there isn't a substitute to be able to, to really just talk to somebody who does this day in and day out. Because you know, this is uh, for somebody like myself, this is my job for 40 plus hours a week. And even I think it's complicated, right? So when it, when it's, when for you, it's just, that's the thing that you deal with once every year to renew. Uh, it's really nice to have that expertise lended to you. How much could a, these AI tools save like one of our listeners, like, you know, an average person who said, okay, I've used the same health plan year after year because I don't feel like changing it. How much could it save someone and would it be worth it to go through the hassle of picking a new plan 
Well, certainly, you could you could certainly save quite a bit of money. The the concern is with the it just depends on what's available to you in your market, and it also depends on the trade offs of those different different uh, differences in costs. So, for example, you might be able to shave a couple hundred dollars off of your premium, and still, if you're on a silver level plan, stay on a silver level plan, and that would be twenty four hundred over the course of the year. That's not a small amount of money, but at the same time, when you're making that decision what what are you what are you trading off are you did you lose a doctor in there that you wanted to keep uh so that's where it gets really uh it gets more complex so it's, certainly there's options to reduce costs but that also um can come with uh with other costs elsewhere that are non-monetary uh last month there early last month about a in fact almost almost exactly four weeks ago there was a story about a thing called a care pod and it is an artificial mm-hmm. intelligence. Uh, it's just a room, and they are trying these out in three separate locations in California, Arizona, and one at the uh, the Willis Tower, which is the Sears Tower in Chicago. And it's it's an artificial intelligence doctor, and you go into this room, and it can do things like draw blood, but there's no there's no person in there. You're dealing with artificial intelligence. Um, what do you think of something like that? Is that really the future? You know, when it, when it comes to the the healthcare side itself, because so my my focus is really on as a uh, insurance consultant, insurance broker, my focus is on the insurance side. Sure. When it comes to how we're actually going to be implementing the as a healthcare provider and how they're going to provide in the future, I don't have that answer. But I do foresee technology is always going to be. Uh, moving forward. And it seems that this is one of the ways that it could be done. And uh, we're always looking for ways to be more efficient with the uh, healthcare is expensive. So if we can make it less costly and still provide the same level of care, then I think that people are going to gravitate towards that. And also just uh, to clarify, since we've been talking about the potential for AI, uh, is AI being used in the way that we've been talking about to simplify picking insurance plans and where is it being used this way? I'm assuming it's not in the ACA marketplace yet. So there are some tools that have been released by private companies to work in the on the ACA marketplace. So there's a company called uh, The Big Plan, which launched recently, which basically will collect some factors like uh, income, prescriptions, preferred doctors, and and utilize that information to provide uh, recommendations for plans. So it's not the ACA marketplace itself, but there are private companies that work to to, to fill in that, uh, that demand. Eric Calciano, lead benefits advisor for New City Insurance. We appreciate your time today and the information. Thank you for talking with us. Thank you. Have a good day. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 